we're back. Hi, everyone. Oh, my goodness. I have missed this so, so much. Me too. I think this season, I mean, as you guys can see, if you're watching, we are in our house. It's been not in a studio and I'm kind of loving it. I feel like it just feels like our usual FaceTime debrief. But you guys are going to get more this season because I feel way just a little bit too comfortable sat in my house Mm -hmm. speaking to you. I'm going to forget that it's being recorded. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking exactly this because Anna and I, we, because obviously we don't live anywhere near each other, like we weekly do actually have a catch up on FaceTime. And so I feel like at the end of the week, we have a FaceTime catch up and we just debrief about everything. And yeah, I think it's going to genuinely feel like... No one's listening to us, but really you all are. So everyone is listening and it's scary. And we may have been gone for like six, seven months, but now we're back. And we're back twice a week. Not just once a week, twice a week. Now you can't get rid of us. (laughs) And we do have more gossip than ever. Yeah, I feel like we left the last season kind of like on a bit of a cliffhanger. And a lot, a lot has happened in Anna and myself's love life. That's a lot. Like to the point, I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) Neither do I. With everything. I feel like we're going to have to start from literally where we left off because there is so much to fill you guys in with. The timeline is quite long. Yeah, it's been like seven months now, which is actually crazy. But yeah, I'm just so excited we're filming it from home. I think this is going to be so good. Um, Yeah, enjoy enjoy catching up with us. Enjoy being on FaceTime with us. It's very exciting. Also, can I just say, is it maybe too early to say that um, we're starting this season off again, both still stupidly single? Yeah, I was gonna maybe not mention that right at the beginning, but yes, it's so funny. Anna said to me, she was like, oh my God, we're both single as fuck again. And we went back and that was our first title on episode one of season one was called I'm like, Single pretty, As Fuck. Pretty much exactly a year ago as well. Yeah. But a lot So history's repeated itself. <laughs> Which yes, is good. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, everybody knew we were single anyway. We've said it in YouTube videos. We're still just a single. We are. We are. But a lot, a lot has gone down. There was points where I absolutely thought I was not going to be single. And then I got my heart broken. But, but we'll dive straight into that. So saying, so, yeah, I wasn't single for a bit. So you guys have got a lot to, yeah, a lot to catch up on. Boyfriend. We need to, we need to talk we about really that. Do. <laughs> and as always, we want to hear from you guys. You got to slide into our DMs at Sex Lives Podcast or tell us your story in the Q&A box of this episode on Spotify. Yes, please give us your opinions, send us your dilemmas. I think that was like my favorite thing to do was like to listen to other people's dilemmas. I think it sometimes made me feel a bit better about myself as well because I'm like, I was going to say me. that. <laughs> if I'm spilling my dirty secrets, you're spilling your dirty secrets. <laughs> yeah, and of course we will always, always keep your name anonymous. So you can send us a of DM course. and we'll share it, but we won't ever say your name. Just so everyone knows this. Um, we're not going to out you, don't worry. Um, but yeah. Let's go. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. 
this thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Let's go. How's your morning been, Anna, anyways? How's it going? I'm going to be honest, in the last few weeks, I've not really been a morning person. I've okay. really been enjoying having a lion. Um, so waking up a little bit earlier this morning hit me quite hard. I can't lie. I woke up and I was like, I do not want to get out of bed. But I've got my can of Coke. I've <laughs> got, got my drink. for the podcast. <laughs> my drink drinking choice. a can of Coke at what time is it? 10 a.m.? Out of bed. It is half past 10. What what drink have you got? What have Babe, you got this morning? I'm about to say I'm not any better. I'm drinking worse than you. I've got an energy drink. So Yes, look at terrible, us. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> no, I'm not a morning person anymore. Well, it's been about a week, but I used you to get used up at like to be 5 a.m. Well. Yeah, but you know what? It was Never. a night out we had a few nights ago. It's just thrown me off. Anna and I went out. And when I tell you, the next day, I've never been so hungover in my life. We didn't get out of bed until 6 p.m. Like we, but we only got out we of didn't bed. Get once. No, we only got out of bed to have a quick shower, run downstairs and grab the food and then got back in yeah. bed. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a hangover from <sighs> hell. Basically. Yeah, and basically I'm still recovering. This is my problem is genuinely a hangover lasts me about four days. And I know people think that is so over the top. It does. It takes me four days to get back into my normal routine and like back on track everything yeah, goes I think out it the just, window it throws you off so much by just having a full day doing nothing mm, it does but it was fun though the night out was, was worth fun. the full day and my sleeping pattern is now fucked but it's Anna okay Anna bought this Anna bought this like basically Anna's house looks like Costco's right now she went before I came down <laughs> and she got so much like chocolate but like I mean, a hundred chocolate bars, like literally bought the lot. No, and like she got this stupid amount. Yeah. And she got this um, huge box of brownies. Well, I'm telling you now, you'd oh. look at it and you'd think, oh, that's going to last six months. The entire box is like no. gone. From how hungover we were, all we ate was the brownies because we couldn't be bothered to order anything. It was so nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm okay with that because they were the best brownies I've ever had oh, in my life. Were. And there was like three left in the box and I've been savoring them. They are now gone. I had one last night. <laughs> very sad i need to go back to costco <laughs> oh i you know i've actually never been to costco you've never been to costco i'm saying that like i'm shocked i literally got my costco card last week it's so oh, good yeah babe but it is it's a full experience going around costco i can't even put it into words and they give you like free samples of food as you go around so i was having like spaghetti oh, bolognese on one it. aisle then i was having a shot on another aisle and i went out there, i was like <laughs> that was the best shopping experience i've ever had <laughs> if i wanted to save some money i just don't know what to do just go to costco's and get all the free samples well, yeah, but then I also thought I was going to save money and I walked out with a brand new TV because everything's <laughs> a little bit cheaper in there that I decided to go and buy a TV. So and you walked out with an ice free cream samples, maker. But... Yeah, I got an ice cream maker. I got a TV. I got 50 baby bells. I got my 30 cans of Coke. Mars, the list goes on. Basically, it was, it was the a Costco's great, isn't great really saving any money for you. It's actually making your spending habits worse, but... Basically, it lures, you, it lures you in. But it, it saved our hangover. So thank that, you, Costco. That is true. Thank you, Costco. I would actually love to go visit Costco. Please, can you take me next time I'm down yours? Because yes, I've always wanted to go. 
Talking about our last night out, guys. So when we got up purely to go and chair and go get our delivery. So just rewind. The night out was such a good night out. I went and visited Anna in Manchester and we went out with the intention of getting drunk. And when that happens, it never ends up well. It always ends up a disaster. If I'm like going out with, I'm going to get drunk in mind, I'm normally like literally white girl wasted. And that's exactly what Anna and I did. We were like, let's celebrate new season of the podcast. Like, let's get really drunk. We haven't seen each other in ages. And so we did. We did so many shots. Like Anna at one point went Too up and many. got six shots. And was like, let's do them one after each other. And we stood at the bar but and we did what? every single one. Why would I do that? I don't like, know, babe. The- we were already so drunk. That's my downfall on a night out. Like, I just think, yeah, shots, shots, shots. It's the worst idea ever. Mm-hmm. Not going to be doing that anymore. That's but that is what downfall. we got. Well, actually, that was my downfall, but that was also quite communal because uh, when we were stood at that bar point, we met quite a we, few people. <laughs> we did. We did meet so, quite a few people. We, I was just about to get into. <laughs> oh, guys, I have a really bad habit of actually giving out my real number which is so bad. And I'll tell you how this has well, happened. so did I. Yeah, we both did it. I don't know why. At least you kind of liked the guy that you were speaking to. Babe, I, One I'm of them still was good getting looking. numbers calling me. Go, we laid in bed that literally every hour we were getting a different text from a random number. And I was texting like, oh, that was fun last night, us four. We should do that again. Was it? Because <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why we do it the thing is do you know why I give out my real number and I'm gonna stop doing it I've said it here right now I've got to stop doing it it's because the amount of times I've given guys that I don't want to speak to a fake number and they call me there and then and then obviously yeah and it doesn't work I feel like a lot of people no they've definitely caught on to the fact that girls give fake numbers because every person I gave my number to texted me there and then and Mm -hmm. then tried to see if it came through and it's a bit embarrassing if it didn't like what then what do I say oh sorry yeah exactly and then it's just so awkward so that's that's why I now give out my real number because I hate how awkward it is but also as a guy I don't really understand like if you're having to check she's got the right number you're not really getting the hint that she doesn't really like you enough a lot of people did not get the hint on Saturday. <laughs> a lot of people didn't know. But this was it, right? So when we're getting these random calls, when we're hungover in bed, and we're like, oh, for God's sake, another one, right? And that actually makes us sound so bad. Like, nothing happened, guys. Just We just got drunk, and every guy that was speaking to us that was asking for our numbers, we were just giving yeah. them out left, right, and centre. Anyways, I got this text, and it, it said oh, I forgot to ask, what wine, what's your favourite wine? And I thought, I, who's this? I don't know who this is. What? <laughs> That's weird. So ignored the message. Went downstairs to go and pick up the delivery with Anna. Bear in mind, just seen the light of day. I mean, it wasn't really light anymore. It was getting dark, but like rolled out of bed, looked rough as you like. I'm telling you now. We went from 23 to 12 real fast <laughs> on that Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, literally, like we looked like different people. I looked rough, (laughs) very, very rough. And we go down to go and get the delivery and Anna's gone, Saf. And I'm like, what? And I turn around and I clock eyes and it's the guy that I gave my number to. He lives in the same building as Anna, picking up his delivery at the exact same time that we were. And he was like, you guys were in Albert's house last night. And you know when I just just wanted to like just crawl up and die? (laughs) Oh, I so literally awkward. did not know what to say. Like, 
it was just the most awkward thing. And then we just laughed the entire way up the stairs before. You could definitely hear me laughing right now, but I'm completely <laughs> fine with that. And then his friend, I didn't tell you, his friend texted me the next night when you left, so Sunday night. Did he? Yeah. I just don't know I why we I don't know why we do it. And this was it. It was the guy that me texted either. me about the wine. It was the same guy that texted me about the wine that's in Anna's lobby that I've ignored. And the thing is, is that guy was, was so actually big. so lovely, but I just Oh, I don't was, know. Yeah, I didn't lovely. want a boyfriend did, that night. <laughs> but he looked better looking when we were hungover. I thought so. I thought. Yeah, he, he he hit different when we were sober. But this is what I mean, like Manchester's so big, but also so small, because what are the chances of that I know. happening? Part of me was thinking, well, maybe it's meant to be, because that is like such a small chance of something like that happening. Well, let's look at it as if we need an afters. When you come out in Manchester <laughs> We know where now, we're going. <laughs> we know where we're going. Don't know his name. Do you know his name? Oh, don't say that. Anna. that's really bad. I don't know his name. I, I know his know. friend's name, but I'm not sure on his name. Maybe just oh put god, it into WhatsApp so and see what his name is. Oh my god, that's so bad. I literally don't remember. But we were I so drunk, guys. Like we were so I only remember so the drunk. one I was speaking to's name was because it came up on WhatsApp when he messaged me. Like I don't remember him telling me his name, which is awful. Oh my god, I lit oh I don't remember that is so awful. The thing is he was <laughs> so lovely as well. <laughs> he was so nice. Oh my god, that's so bad. I feel awful. I, act, I don't know. Sorry if you're listening. But it's not like anything happened. If you have an guys, afters, otherwise I would know his name. <laughs> all it was was that I gave him my number. I swear that was literally all that happened. Anyways. Um, that actually was, yeah. And it was a nice it was, night. It was a nice night. Not sure if it was worth the hangover, but it was, it was a good night. No. But anyways, it talking about night. boys, I feel like we should kind of start where we left off. Okay. Where exactly did we leave off? I think I was... <laughs> getting into a relationship as we was your first proper relationship i feel like you need to fill everyone in on it okay so where i left off was i was getting into a relationship um and then your first your first relationship my first proper relationship (laughs) i have now had a boyfriend at the age of 22 to be honest i never ever thought i would say that because it got to a point where thing is i sound so stupid because i'm still so young but i genuinely felt like i got to a point i was like i'm never gonna have a boyfriend but he genuinely was so so lovely we weren't actually together that long though (laughs) at all guys it was so sure that i didn't even get the chance to meet him which is so weird to be honest he didn't really meet a lot of my friends that wasn't like for any particular reason though i think it kind of threw a spanner in the works because in the middle of our relationship we went to la for like a month in between like me having a boyfriend Mm -hmm. um but we were together for a couple of months. Obviously, we were speaking for a lot longer. Um, and then we split up like officially in May. It just feels weird to like to be speaking. I haven't spoken about this for ages. Um, there wasn't really a particular reason why we broke up, to be honest. I feel like a lot of people always expect there to be a bad reason that you're ending a relationship. And then when someone says it's like not for a bad reason, you think, oh, bullshit, something happened. But mm-hmm nothing actually happened I think I just realized that I wasn't ready for a boyfriend at all I think you actually really thrive by yourself I do which is amazing it's like independent woman doesn't need no man I do and I think I struggle with like letting somebody in on that level because I haven't before I'm so used to being on Mm -hmm. my own and I love doing things on my own that like giving that little bit of it, even though you can, you're still going to have your independence in a relationship, giving that little bit up 
to be with someone else I really struggle with. And I think to be honest, I might have just been a bit emotionally unavailable when I met him. So that probably didn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no bad blood like at all. I literally saw him like two weeks ago. Um, and that like that is actually amazing to be fair. Yeah. Cause I feel like as well, first relationships are almost more like even though when you have your first relationship you're the youngest you're ever going to be in a relationship right yeah I feel like it's always the one with the most drama probably if there's going to be a relationship that's the most toxic it's probably going to be your first one so it's yeah it's crazy that you're so fine and like yeah I don't know there's no bad blood there's there's no awkwardness like that's not that I've ever really had that in a relationship either like I've always been so lucky of all the relationships I've been in like I would honestly say I've never been in even a remotely toxic relationship. So However, I, I still find that crazy that you guys are just like so fine and friends. It is. And like just dated for a few months and now you're yeah, fine. It is. I feel like we were so emotionally mature about the whole situation, which is that like, you're right. It's so strange for first relationships. I feel like that is, that tends to be where everything goes wrong because you're figuring out everything for the first time. It probably helped that mm-hmm. he had had a girlfriend before me, like a while before, but it wasn't his first relationship. But yeah, there's no bad blood. Like when we met up, obviously it was a bit weird to meet up with like your ex and try and have a normal conversation that's not going to navigate back to. So when we were together, like blah, blah. Um, Mm -hmm. But I still speak to him a lot. So why, like, why did you like really break up then? Because you can't break up for no reason. Like that's, there has to be a reason why it didn't work. On it, like, I hate it when people say this, but it genuinely was more of a me thing rather than a him thing like it generally was a personal <laughs> like I you're smirking but it genuinely was a like I oh, <laughs> it was I need to be on my own and just figure shit out like I just don't think I was ready for the relationship even though we were in the, the talking stage for so long I just don't think I was ready for it um so I think I just need to go off maybe figure myself out a mm-hmm. little bit more and then when I come back to it if I do come back to it then it would be an amazing relationship because it genuinely was like guys he was the sweetest nicest boy ever no the things he did for you I was like I'd never met him and I was like I am vouching for this guy he is doing everything right it's when you think <laughs> of like a dream guy from a film like that's kind of giving what he was like it and mm-hmm. he yeah it was so do you think that you like just struggle I don't know do you think it didn't work like if you're saying it's because you need to work on yourself like do you think you don't open up like you can't seem to open up to a guy enough do you think it's insecure like what what do you think it is why do you think you need more time because it's not like you've spent your life in relationships and you're like oh no now I need to be alone I think I think it's a mixture of both I think like going into your first relationship there's always going to be like slight insecurities like I feel like there's always going to mm-hmm. be that um but I just I just felt like I wasn't I think it was the independence thing mainly for me that I struggled with and also yeah because I haven't opened up to anybody before well I well actually that's a lie I have but then when I did I got pretty shut down so I feel like once that happens you get scared of mm-hmm. doing that again and like opening up to someone again so even though I hand on heart I know he would never hurt me 
And if he did, it would genuinely be the biggest shock of my life. I almost wouldn't believe it. But like, I still am too scared to open up. So I think I just need to kind of work on that myself. But he actually did beat my mum as well, which was such a big thing because no one has ever met my mum before. Like a boyfriend has ever met my mum. And it was like the sweetest thing when he met my mum because I was so fucking scared. I thought, oh, (laughs) I bet my mum is, (laughs) she's a little bit dramatic, a little bit over the top, a little bit, I'm not sure how you're going to react. We love Julie. We love Julie. Julie, I love you, but Jesus, like, I don't know what Julie I'm going to get some days. And <laughs> and we were in London, like we met up in London. So we went halfway and she sat down and she started saying, like, I can't remember the exact question she first Wait, asked so you, him. You, he didn't come to your house? No, he didn't no, come no. to your so, mum's house? No, because obviously, because we're in Manchester. Oh, okay. So we met up in the middle, we met up in London and we went for food in Leicester Square. And she says something like, right, okay. She says something along the lines of what are your intentions with my daughter? And I literally sat there <laughs> and I thought, I am going to murder this woman as soon as we leave. So like, why would you ask that? But he handled it so well. Like he was so sweet about it. And then, cause they hugged when they first met. Um, but then mm-hmm. as we were leaving, they hugged again. And he said to me, he was like, your mum hugged me so tight the second time. Like it felt like a proper, Aww. like it felt like a proper hug. And then she texted me like 10 minutes yeah. after saying like, you've got a good one. So I was like, whoo, he's passed oh, really? the Yeah, yeah. I was like, if my mum likes <laughs> I him. I can literally imagine Judy like fully giving him like a sit down interview. Like, oh. <laughs> I can actually imagine him like, I can imagine her grilling him. Oh, he was sat this side of me. And I, I was sat in the middle of my mum was that side. When I wasn't facing him, I was looking at it like this. Like my eyes would widen. I'm like, <laughs> just be nice, please. Don't you dare open your Don't mouth. Don't you dare say anything you're going to regret. But um, yeah, it went really, really well. And that was nice as well. Because like, I think to get your mum's approval, I mean, I know you're going to agree mm-hmm. on this, is such a big thing. Oh my God, yeah. No, such a big thing. I feel like for you, it's, it's like, a, like a massive thing. Oh yeah, it's, it's for me, if I can't get my mum's approval, I genuinely couldn't date someone, mainly because my mum would remind me every single day <laughs> that I don't have her approval. That would honestly be the main reason. I would get reminded every time. And there was actually, there's only been one guy ever. My mum likes a lot of people, but um, my mum is genuinely the kindest person ever, like ever, ever. She literally lives her life doing things for other Mm. people, helping other people. But she's also such a good judge of character. And I I hate to admit it, but she is actually always right. And yeah, there was this one guy she did not like, like she didn't like him, but to the point where I did actually have to end it with him. And she's like, that's not true. That's not true. It kind of is true because she reminded me every single time that she didn't like him. She can't keep her opinions to herself. And in the long run, she was actually right. Like she was right. right. So I hate to admit it, but you know, sometimes when you're like, okay, I get you could be right, but also I'm growing up. I'm 23. Like, yeah, you have let to me figure, figure this out on my own. I, I think you have to make mistakes, like, in order to learn from them. I feel like, honestly, the whole getting your parents' approval could be an entire episode because I, <laughs> I could go yes. on and on and on about this. But I feel like there's still so many questions to ask about your relationship. And last time, the last season, it kind of ended near Valentine's Day. It did. And that's like when you got into the relationship, right? So I feel like you yeah. have to tell everyone what he did on Valentine's. So that was like my first proper Valentine's where I actually like celebrated 
it like in like with a boy mm-hmm. other than that i've always done galentines which has been fine but it's nice to shake it up a little bit um but he actually booked valentine's like five weeks in advance but bearing in mind like oh, we weren't together like we didn't actually officially get together until march so the, we were still technically in like the talking stage but i think like you just kind of just could tell it was going to go that way um and he, yeah he asked me in january if he could like box off february 14th and i was like you know what it's like yeah you can because i mean that's so, I mean, that's and so that didn't nice. scare you <laughs> i mean it did scare me a little bit because like the toxic part in my brain is like he's just doing that because he doesn't want me to go anywhere blah, blah blah like i need to ignore that part of my brain because it was genuinely so nice he I told him like my favorite restaurant, probably the first or second time we met um, in Manchester and it's like Australasia. He remembered, but anyway, we had not spoken about this since. And he went into Australasia and asked for like the best table in Australasia for Valentine's Day. Um, And he booked that and then he took me to like the bar. There's like a bar around the back and he took me there. Um, And it was just so, so nice. And like when he knocked on my door, he turned up and he had like a, okay of red roses but they were like they weren't like tesco roses they were like florist roses i don't know where he'd gone but they were like so beautiful that actually does make such a difference yeah like it was just like you know when you open the door and he was stood there in like a full fucking suit with a bouquet mm-hmm. of red roses i was like this is a man this isn't a boy this is a man <laughs> and i'm loving every second of this we approve we we approve we approve massively and like i still kept like the little card that was like in the roses i kept that in mm-hmm. my drawer because i think that was so sweet but i actually smoked really cute for him for valentine's as well which i don't know if i, don't know if I told what you what did you do his um i don't know if you did maybe i didn't his favorite dessert is shortbread so i was thinking was i was like what can i do for valentine's for him because i've never done it before um so mm-hmm. i thought it'd be really cute to also this may be slightly cringe to admit now I'm about to say this out loud i filmed myself like baking shortbread and i edited him a cute little video and i put it in like a gift box like this all the shortbread that i made him and then because he lives in the same building as one of my friends i gave it to them and they put it outside his door before he was leaving to work on valentine's and then i they told me Stop. when they'd done it so i sent the video to him on text we got the video and he was like what and then when he opened his door, the dessert was on his door. Oh my God, that is so cute. I, well, that what made you film it? That's such a good idea. Um, that was probably the YouTuber in me. Probably like I felt guilty for not okay, working yeah, that probably. day. So I thought probably should film something, but instead <laughs> I'll send it to him. Were you in your little chef outfit, a little apron? Uh, wasn't a chef outfit, was a outfit. Um, but it was, <laughs> it was, I thought that was such a cute idea. I don't know where that idea come from, but it worked. It was cute. He loved it. So yeah, we had a we had a mm-hmm. very exciting. So was you in actual? You was in clothes. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, were you even in clothes? Because like, who sends a video that you weren't? Were you? I feel like you. I just wasn't weren't. naked, obviously. No, you were in underwear. I was in underwear. Because <laughs> I feel like you left that bit out, and I just so figured that out. I'm thinking, if she's sending a video of her making shortbread, it's got to be like some sexy. No, I was in underwear, <laughs> and I can tell you now, I've not watched this video back since because as soon as I edited it, I thought, "Fuck me! Like, what am I doing? I have not watched." The fact it that back. you had to edit it yourself. I know. I sat there on Final Cut, cutting myself. I'm like, "What the fuck?" But it was. <laughs> no, do you know what I love that? That's such like a sex in the city thing like that I is think just so. so good i think i was romanticizing yeah. my life and i loved it i was yeah. living in a dream you got it's, it's weird because it sounds like to me you guys were just meant to be so i hate the fact that I you're know. not but obviously 
it wasn't. But what was like your favorite thing about being in a relationship? And also, because it was your first relationship, was it, I don't know, like different to what you expected a relationship to feel like? I think like there were so many amazing qualities that he had that made me enjoy being in a relationship so much. Like I just felt so cared for, which is such a strange feeling when you Mm -hmm. like, when you're normally very independent, but it was always, are you home safe? Or do you want me to cook your dinner? Or do you Mm. want me to bring this? Or do you want me to do this for you? Like I could tell that he genuinely, genuinely cared about everything that I did and everything that I was doing. And it was just, he'd always listen to the little things, which I think was like one of the best things about him like this was another really random thing and this was actually when we were in the dating stage I went around to his and he was cooking me dinner and he cooked me this full like three course meal he'd made like chocolate covered strawberries and stuff and it was so sweet and I'd told him on our first date that my favorite dessert was Cinnabon so he asked me to go and get something from the kitchen cupboard so I just didn't think like I just went and did it and I opened the cupboard and there was like a bag of Cinnabon like he cleared the cupboard and just put the Cinnabon on the shelf and I was like, I looked at him, I was like, is that meant to be there? He was like, yeah, I got it for you earlier. He was like, I got it on the way back from work. And I was like, it's just like, like there's little things. This guy. <laughs> that it's like, yeah, you're it's so... always the little things. Guys don't even realize. Yeah, you're like, you're so thoughtful. And that means more to me than like anything. But not because you've done it, more because you've listened. And you've actually listened and taken mm-hmm. in what I've said. Um, but I think that was like one of the best things about being in a relationship. I felt so loved for and cared for. And I also didn't question anything ever like I always knew that everything he said to me was so genuine and I knew that he loved me so much and I think that was amazing but yeah maybe it was a little bit different to what I expected being in a relationship but then maybe it wasn't like saying all these things it wasn't like that's exactly what I wanted I think I just got I think what was different was how I felt in the sense of I don't do well when I lack my independence so I think I need to work on that and I need to work on Mm -hmm. letting somebody in again and being okay with like leaning on somebody and having somebody else lean on you because obviously you wasn't together for that long of a period but Mm. also you were seeing each other for obviously a very long time do you think because I think there's a huge difference between being actually in love with someone Mm -hmm. and like think because I know there's been so many times where I thought I'm in love with someone and I love them so much but maybe I'm not in love with them like do you think that that could have been the case or do you think you did fall in love with him but it was just I don't know. Like I think I think I fell in love with him, but I think I was too scared to fully let myself like hit that end goal of like that is it. I am so in love mm-hmm. with you. This is end game. I feel like I was like on the on that path of like falling in love with him and I did love him, but the fear kind of like got in the way a little bit which is really sad. Mm-hmm. So how, maybe you like yeah, you couldn't let yourself fully open up and like that is it like but it's so weird because he's like one of the people that I can be the most comfortable around. But I just, there's just there's just a barrier somewhere that I need to like get over. Um, you are though. You are one of the most independent people I know. Like without a doubt, you are one of the most independent people I know. It sounded so perfect. So when when did it all end? And like who ended it with who? Who decided to call it quits? I decided to call it quits, which was like, it was like one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make because you're almost on the par of like, I shouldn't be letting you go because of how amazing you are. But also I need to let you go for, a, for, for now, because 
it's not fair on you. And it's like, when someone else has so much love to give, but at that point in time, I can't give that much back. Like the fair, like sometimes if you love someone, you do have to let them go. And Mm -hmm. I've never understood that saying before because I'm like, if you love someone, surely you'd want to be with them. But sometimes you do actually have to put yourself first. And I feel like that's what I did in that situation. So the fact that we're still like basically best friends, I love. Mm -hmm. And you never know what's going to happen in the future. I feel like I always say like, you can never say never about anything nowadays. But yeah, now I'm in the healing stage. (laughs) (laughs) So did it take you a long time to get over it? I guess if you call it quits, because it's weird, isn't it? Because sometimes you can call it quits and it can still take you just as long as the person that's breaking up with you. But also I know that sometimes people I've ended it with, I think girls um end it in their head a lot earlier than they actually do end it like I know in other relationships I've been in if I've ended a relationship uh, to me not that I would act like I wasn't in a relationship of course I would never ever do that but I've always in my head it's it's been ended for such a long time but I've been so scared of Mm -hmm. ending it that it's taken me such a long time by the time I've ended it I've kind of healed like do you know what I mean I don't feel like it was it's never yeah. as hard if you're ending it because in my head it was ended before it was ended, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it is a whole thing. I think sometimes you can mentally be done with the relationship before you're physically done with it. Mm-hmm. But then I also think maybe the reason that I am so like okay about it is because we're still friends. Maybe I'd feel completely different about the whole breakup if we never spoke since that day. Yeah. I feel like that is like that plays like a big part into it. I feel like that could be a whole different episode, like get like breakups and stuff and how they're handled differently. But yeah, I feel like maybe one of the main reasons I'm okay is because we're still really good friends. Maybe if that wasn't. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So how do you think you got over it? Like over, obviously that being your first proper relationship compared to like, I guess call them situationships that you and I have had a fair few of. So like, how would you say the difference is? Because I actually think sometimes to get over like a situationship can actually be, I've actually sometimes found it harder than getting over an actual relationship. I completely agree with you, which is the wildest thing. And I always see that on TikTok. Like people will be in like three year relationships. They break up and they're fine. They speak to a guy for four weeks and they're fucked. And I'm Mm. like, yeah, I I literally understand that. But I don't understand why. Like, yeah, it's weird how that works, isn't it? it I think it's... maybe because when you're with someone for such a long time, although it's going to be so weird than being out of your life, I guess if you fall, I guess most long-term relationships, obviously not all of them, there's a million reasons, but like all my long-term relationships have ended because like I've fallen out of love with someone. Whereas like situationships yeah. normally even if you're not in love with them, it's like you're in love with the idea of them. And like, I don't know. I just think there's maybe more new emotions. And that's, I don't know why. It yes. just yeah, and maybe it always seems harder to get over someone. I agree. So maybe it's a little bit more fresh. And also you don't really know where you stand with the other person. Like there's always mm-hmm. that like excitement of like, is this going to go into a relationship or is this going to end tomorrow? We don't know. So I feel like that. Yeah kind of like adrenaline excitement feeling can almost hit you harder than a breakup where you've already kind of mentally gotten over it. But mm-hmm. I mean, talking about situationships. Oh God, I know. I'm gonna going. Uno reverse <laughs> on you now. And let's let's talk about you. Let's go. 
brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Let's go. What's been going on in the last seven months? Okay, so I think where I left off, I was kind of... Well, I don't really think I spoke about it in the pod because I I think it happened really quickly after the pod. But I very quickly started seeing someone who ended up being like, and it's going to be so weird when he listens to this back, <laughs> it's going to end up being like, he's literally like one of my bestest mates. I'm not joking. I love him so much. And I don't really know how we went from friends to kind of seeing each other. It all happened very fast. Um and very quickly after that, we were kind of, I guess, just friends with benefits. And it's so weird how it all turned out because I've never really wanted to be like in a friends with benefits situation because I've always believed that they can't work. Like it yeah. just can't work, especially me because I'm a very relationship person. I love being in relationships. I, as cringe as it sounds, I love love. And I just know that I open my heart. Everyone says to me, Saffron, you open your heart so much. Like literally, what is that saying? Wear your heart on your sleeve. My yeah. friends always joke because they're like, most people wear their heart on your sleeve. You wear it down like to your shoes. <laughs> like it is just, I open my heart so much and I let people in so quickly that it's really easy for me to get hurt. So yeah. I've never even wanted the idea of that. I don't know how it happened. But right, you're happened. saying you're <laughs> saying you don't know how it happened, but I want like how, but how? Like there has to be one night where you just laying in bed and just oh. thought, you know, like how? Okay. how it was did it come no, out? it was never spoken about. That that was the thing. Okay, so we went from being really good friends, haven't seen each other in such in so long, right? Yeah. Then we had seen each other caught up after so long. We'd always spoken, blah blah blah. And then one night, I guess we just, I don't know, ended up like getting together and then very quickly spent a lot of time together. But like we would do things like go on, like go out for dinner and go out for dates and stuff. And it was just very like datey, right? So automatically we didn't really ever have the conversation, but it was clear that we were seeing each other. So it was was never never spoken about. No, and at this point, it to me, it was not friends of benefits. It was like we were seeing each other because friends of benefits, I don't really do dates, do they? That's not really something you do. Whereas like we'd go out for a yeah. nice dinner, we'd do double dates with our friends. And, you know, he even came to some events with me. Like that isn't what you'd call friends of benefits, right? So no, that's more, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot more. So that's kind of how it started. But I just felt like I loved him so much, but I never fell in love with him and it, I don't know, it was so weird because even if I fall for someone, I normally think I've fallen in love with them even if I haven't because mm. just the idea of love, I love it so much. 
But I don't know why I just never really got that with him. I still felt like he was my best mate, which I know is a really great thing in a relationship, but I don't know. I didn't have that. Although there was so much there, I don't think there was like that spark of like, oh my God, I love him so much. Although I did love him so much, but as a friend, if but that like, makes sense. So when you were going on all of these dates and it like mm-hmm. took a turn towards that, did you ever, did you never consider thinking like, this could be a relationship? Or did you just genuinely always know that it was never going to go on to a next stage? Ah, uh, I don't... Honestly, I don't know. I think... Mm, no, I think I kind of thought we won't be in a relationship. To be honest, I think I was trying not to think about it. Okay. I don't know. I think my head was in a really weird place. A lot had gone on at the end of... Because this happened at the beginning of the year, right? And a lot had mm. gone on a few weeks before that. Like, I mean, my brother had just had a heart attack. Nearly every family member of mine was in hospital. Like, everyone around me was unwell, sick. And I think it was like the first time I didn't want to give so much to someone, which I'm not like that. And so I kind of just took it for what it was. And I guess I didn't really deep it as much as I normally would. Um, And to be honest, I kind of, I don't know, although we never had a conversation, I, we have very different, um, oh my God, what's the word? Love languages. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, our love languages from the start were completely different, like completely different. Okay, what was, what, what was his? Well, he's just not very affectionate whatsoever. And yours And I'm so the opposite. Yeah. And so because there wasn't like that affection and stuff, I always kind of thought, well, it's not really going to work for that reason. But also in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't think he likes me enough. I don't know. I don't okay. know. To be honest, I don't really know. I didn't really deep it that much. Like I know it's, it's really hard to explain. Um, and then I guess over time, I know it sounds really strange as well, but we kind of stopped doing things together. Like we kind of stopped going out on dates. And, then, and all of this was still unspoken about. These things were just Honestly, happening. yeah. It was, yeah. So it went from like going on dates all the time to obviously we were sleeping together and everything else. And it kind of felt like I was seeing him yeah. to, I don't, I don't know. And the thing is, we'd always joke about us being best mates. Like it was always like a thing. It was like... You're right, best friend, like that sort of like banter. So yes, okay. I don't re- I don't know. I it's weird that we never spoke about it. And it did at one point towards the end, which I guess I'll get on to, was a bit weird because it was a bit like we kind of need to have this conversation and what we kept wanting to have it, both of us, but we couldn't bring ourselves to have That's it. That's exactly so what awkward. I was gonna ask. I was gonna say, is it a conversation that you still wish you could have had? So yeah, very quickly over time, we stopped kind of dating and stuff. And I think it was clear to both of us that we were best mates, I guess, with benefits. I It's really weird because, again, I love him so much as a person. Literally one of the best people I've ever met in my life. But mm. I did not have that emotional state with him at all. Like I was not in love with him. Like I just wasn't like in love with him. Yeah. So... I don't, I, honestly, I don't really know how it happened. I don't know how I allowed myself to not fall in love with someone that I was that intimate with because like, I've never no, been like that before. Yeah, and normally you, of all people, would. 
Because I, normally I you go on a first date and you're like, that's it. I'm in I'm love. In love. <laughs> and you're not even touched each other yet. Yet. I know. I know it's, would, it's really weird, but I don't know if it's because of the headspace that I was in and everything I'd gone through and everything my family yeah. had gone through. I don't know if, like how you say you struggle to like open up to people, though I was opening up to him. I don't know. It felt like I was opening up to him as a friend and... I don't I think because we were friends for so many years, like obviously we were attracted to each other in one way or another because I don't think we would have like got together if not. But yeah, there I don't must think have been we that were underlying. both attracted to each other enough. Yeah, I don't think we were ever attracted to each other enough though. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Like, I don't I don't know. I think it was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what I'm just curious, what was one thing that you loved about Friends with Benefits, but one thing that you also hated? about the situation um i loved that you could have sex whenever you wanted it to be honest i loved that it was so easy <laughs> no i love that i i love that no i love that it was so easy like genuinely neither of us which i always thought friends of benefits can't work because everyone's gonna get attached but neither of us got attached like genuinely we didn't get attached so, yeah. like if he told me tomorrow oh he's he's like started speaking to someone i'll be like oh okay like, i don't know i don't know how i think that's a good thing it though, happened like this because you're basically getting all the perks without the emotional shit and the emotional baggage yeah and i think do you know why i also think it did work though is and i know this probably sounds like we were seeing each other but we both knew that we weren't speaking to other people, but we okay. also both knew that if we went out and we saw someone really like, like we could speak to them, but I like let the other person know. Like I knew for a fact and I trusted him so much because he became literally one of my best friends and still is to this day. I, I knew that he wasn't sleeping with other people and vice versa. Okay. And so I think that's the difference with like, I think friends with benefits working and it not working most people have friends with benefits. They're still sleeping with a lot of other people. I genuinely couldn't do that. I couldn't sleep with more than one person at one go, personally. I just think it's morally wrong. And I knew that he felt the same. But I think also we weren't like closed off in the sense of if he wanted to get to know someone, that's fine. Yeah. But like if it gets more serious, he would have to tell me and vice versa. I think that was like really the only conversation we had. But Again, we never really addressed the fact that, okay, now it's kind of like friends of benefits. Okay, so you know? when the situation came to an end, talk to me about that. How did it come to an end and who kind of said, this is it now? Uh, <laughs> I guess I was going away for quite a long time. Okay. A very long time, actually. Like the longest I've been away. <laughs> you went away and... for a long time. <laughs> I went away for a long time and I kept wanting to have the conversation with him because I didn't want a relationship and to be honest the whole time I thought he didn't want a relationship um and I would go to have it and then it would the conversation would very quickly move on and so we never really had the conversation about the fact that I'm going away and like okay obviously we're just friends that we're just friends um and then, oh God, he actually dropped me to the airport when I was going away. 
oh my god I and he decides to have the conversation about five minutes before i get out the car and i'm thinking the whole way up there i'm thinking he's gonna mention it he's gonna mention it he's gonna mention it and he mentions it like five minutes before i get out of the car and i was thinking oh my god you've actually got to be joking and i guess the conversation we had was kind of like saying you know we both haven't spoke to other people like do we think it's more than what we're making it out to be sort of thing um and it was a really awkward conversation um i think what i'm trying to say is morally we felt like we should both be together yeah but like we never really had that like desire to actually be with each other and so he kind of said to me like you know i'm willing to like you know make this work like we haven't spoken to each other but i could tell that I don't know, he wasn't like in love with me and I wasn't in love with him. And I would never get into a relationship if I didn't feel like that with someone. Um, and so it was a very short and sweet conversation because I was literally getting dropped off at I the know, airport. I know, what a time to have it. Um, <laughs> I know, literally. Um, and so I think there and then we, you know, I'd kind of said like, you're not in love with me. I'm not in love with you. We love each other as people and I never want this to, like our friendship to end. But realistically... Yeah. It's it's not going to work, and I'm going away now. Like, I wouldn't want you to be at home thinking, "Oh, I can't like speak to anyone or do anything because she's like, we are just friends." Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we felt. I don't know, like, because we weren't intentionally going to be friends of benefits. That was never a conversation we had. It just happened. So I don't know if we felt like it was just wrong. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. So where it is now do you think you'd ever go back and continue the friends of benefits or is the door no doors closed no door is closed okay that was a time in my life that we're not doing again okay <laughs> we're leaving it there and the door is shut friends of um, benefits is and done. again I, it's not emotions yeah and it's again it's not that i think i would get attached he would get attached i don't think either of us would get attached i think if we wanted that to be a thing it could easily be a thing yeah but um i don't know i just i'm just really fine by myself right now <laughs> like we love that yeah see we've both been through situations and now we're still single doors are shut we're starting again yes absolutely so all in all do you think friends with benefits can work? I think it can. I don't know. Like, I still want to say no, honestly, even though it's actually worked for me firsthand. But I genuinely do think I am so lucky. Like, I think I, I'm so I lucky with how it panned out. I don't think that's normal. I think if I tried it, if anyone else, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Mainly because of me more than anyone else. I just can't seem to detach myself in that, like emotionally. Um, yeah, weirdly, although it worked for me, I actually still want to say no. I think m one of my best mates, who I'm now going to have to go back and go, just so you know, I've told like the whole world our situation. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think he is just the most chilled, laid back guy ever. Yeah, he is. Like he is so chilled about everything. Um, and he's the most honest guy, like one of the most honest people I've ever met. Um, and so I just, yeah, I think I was super lucky with him, honestly. I don't I know. So. How do you feel about it? I think, so I've never really been in a proper friends with benefits situation. So to be honest, I'm a bit mm. unsure whether I would be able to make it work or not. 
part of me thinks I would be able to make it work, but then that's probably because I haven't done it. I feel like maybe if I'm in that situation, maybe I would start to catch feelings. I don't know. Um, mm. I'm curious, but I'm going to put a question box on my Instagram story because I want to know if you guys have been able to make it work or if anything has come from your friends with benefit situations. And then I feel like we can revisit the conversation. Yeah, I'll put a poll on Thursday. up as well. <laughs> yeah, and we can talk about everybody else's situations. You know, I actually think if there's anyone that could make it work, it actually could be you. To be honest, me too. Genuinely. Maybe that's my next calling in life. Maybe I've got to experience a friends with benefit situation. Yeah, Anna and I were saying, we literally had this conversation the other day and I was saying to her, I'm genu- genuinely so envious of you because I feel like you are amazing at like detaching your emotions. And I actually wish I could do that. Yeah. I can't and it's just crazy because everyone's gonna be like well you can because you did for that but i'm telling you that's a rarity i don't know how the hell that happened that that is a complete one off for you and <laughs> yeah i feel like that is something that now i'm qu- quite good at doing a couple of years ago completely different case but yeah whereas now like i feel like i can go on a date with someone and just nothing yeah like joan like mm. i'm really good at that maybe that's, that's a good you've gone on quite a lot of dates and stuff whereas like I don't go on as many dates as you've been on. So do you think it's because you've had lots of lots of dates? But then also I don't know because I feel like you've kind of just been like that from the start. Know. And maybe that's just Yeah. I think I think it really does. Like it's gonna really take me meeting my absolute soulmate, I reckon, for me to be able to just switch and be like, you know what, I actually quite like him. Mm. But then I'm also quite picky. But I thought that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I mean, speaking of other conversations, we want to hear from you guys. So we're going to be back on Thursday. We're going to put a poll on Spotify as well so we can hear your opinions on Friends with Benefits. Can they work? Can they not? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be so interested to see what other people feel about this because I think naturally everyone Me does too. think it can't work. But yeah, I also will be interested to see if you have had a Friends with Benefits situation like how did it happen? Did it happen how mine happened, like accidentally? Or was it like something you spoke about? Was it planned? Because I think for something to accidentally happen, normally you'd think it would go down south, wouldn't you? Like just, yeah. Wrong, yeah. So I mean, I'm excited to hear everyone's opinions and see the poll. Me too. <laughs> I feel like we've only just scratched the surface on things that have happened in the last seven months. Like that's genuinely just the yeah. beginning. Um, so I hope you guys are ready. Yeah, I can't wait to dive into that, hear all of your opinions on Thursday's episode. I'm very, very excited. Me too. Make sure to also follow us on at Sex Lies Podcast on Instagram and TikTok so you guys can keep up with all the behind the scenes and get involved in all the episodes as well. I am so excited. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you. I hope you, you guys enjoyed hearing about our current situation um still so much more to fill you in with everything to cover because i think babe that only covers us for about march <laughs> we've got so oh, much yeah. more to yeah, do yeah we've got from march <laughs> onwards don't you guys stress we've got a lot to catch you up on um, so we shall see you guys on thursday see you then <laughs>